welcome to this presentation from the Downey Seventh-day Adventist Church. We are located in the greater Los Angeles area at 9820 Lakewood Boulevard in Downey, California. We would love to have you worship with us any Saturday you are in our area. Hello, friends. Happy New Year. I hope and pray that your year is off to a great start. Let's begin with prayer. Father in heaven, as we begin a new series on being restored, we pray that you'll be with us, walk with us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, friends, it's 2021. (laughs) And today we're starting a series called Restored. And we're going to start this series starting in the book of John. John, I love John's story, and I know we've kind of touched on it a little bit since I've been here at Downey Church, but John is unique in that it starts with a prologue. Matthew's gospel starts with a genealogy of all things. Uh, Mark, it gets straight into a, a quote from Isaiah and then talks about uh, Jesus' cousin John. Uh, and Luke uh, talks about Elizabeth and Mary. Yet John starts with a prologue and somewhat uh, like a hymn. And it's here that while each gospel has a unique way of, of introducing who Jesus is, John begins with a, a nod to creation. We'll talk about that a little bit uh, in, a, in, a, in a few minutes. But being that it's a new year, I wanted to start off with the idea of faith and salvation. And so we're going to look at four points in our walk with Christ. Uh, to kind of start this off is Jesus, in a sense, when the gospels come about, Jesus presses redial and takes the initiative for our salvation. And Jesus ultimately comes into this world. I know last year we talked about the Emmanuel, God with us, Jesus coming from heaven down to earth. And uh, so that's what we're going to talk about today. The second thing that we're going to talk about next week is that of being reborn. If you want to get a head start, you can go to John 3. Uh, the third week, we'll talk about redemption. And finally, on the fourth, serv- fourth uh, Sabbath of this month, we're going to talk about what it means to be thankful, to remember, but also how can we realign ourselves to live as disciples for Jesus Christ. So let's go to the beginning of John. John chapter 1, verse 1. And it says, In the beginning was the word. In the Greek it's en arche ha lagas. Lagas being the word and, and as well if you are reading your Bible, probably the word is, is capitalized, at least the W. The word being Jesus. And the word was with God. So Jesus was with God and the word was God. Jesus is also God. Jesus was from the beginning and Jesus as well. Understand the dynamics. Jesus is literally God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Jesus was at the very beginning of creation. And without him, nothing was made that has been made. And in him was life. And that life was the light of all uh, of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness. And the darkness has not overcome it. I love these set of verses because, again, it's a nod to creation. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And John is saying, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. Our Redeemer, our Savior, was there from the beginning. So John's setting up this this strong foundation. He's pointing out the Word, uh, 
again, was in the beginning, Jesus created. And without the word, we are nothing. God created this huge expanse, the trees, the, the mountains, the oceans. Everything is from God. Without God, we're nothing. And I love the fact to that in verse 4, that in him was life. Did you know that in the Gospel of John, the word life appears 36 times? Imagine that, 36 times. And we also find that there's an ode to the fact that Jesus is the light. And the light has come into the world. And that Jesus is bringing the light back in a world that has been so dark. I think this last year has been a rough one. Seems like there's been a lot of darkness, a lot of frustration, a lot of anger, a lot of just being tired. 2020 was supposed to be this great year. You were supposed to have the Olympics and, and many other things we could look forward to. It started off great, but by March, it seems like somebody had just literally taken the rug, there's a rug right below me, and just you know pulled it out from all of us. And while we were standing, all of a sudden, you know, in a cartoon, the character would be spinning and then they would fall down, right? And it just seems like one thing after the other. 2020 was, in some respects, one of the worst years. But also, I think, also very revealing. It challenged us, it forced us to think and to contemplate what's really important. And as we, as we go through this series and maybe think about this today, what did you learn in 2020 that you would like to learn from and do better to change. I know for some of our family here at the Downey Church, they contracted the coronavirus, um, and there even some of them are still recovering. Some of our, our church family have lost loved ones either to coronavirus or cancer, or um, frankly, there it's been a very big, challenging financial struggle. And so while it's been a dark time, as we've had time to reflect, Despite the darkness, I find that there is still hope. Many have found a, a newfound relationship in Jesus. And much like I indicated earlier this, this last week, the church was still able to do ministry. People were searching and people are still continuing to search to find hope and light. So as we move forward, though there may be challenges, there may be hardship, God does not want us to walk alone. God wants to restore relationships with God's creation. And so over the next couple of weeks, we'll talk about some of the tools that we can add to our quiver to be able to help walk with God and know that God has not abandoned us. As we, as you continue to go through John uh, 1 verses 6 through 8, talks about Jesus' cousin John, who was a forerunner to provide, to, to, to profess the prophetic message that Jesus was coming. And in verses 9 through 13, it says, The true light was given that to light everyone who's coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or husband's will, but born of God. Imagine this, Jesus, who gives up the comforts of heaven, comes into the world. Now prior to Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John's account, how did God speak to God's people? He spoke to them through the prophets. You think of Moses, Isaiah, Daniel, Jeremiah, Jonah, you name it. And here, God, he pivots. 
He hits redial. And when God does so, it's in a manner that the people least expect it. The Jews had been expecting this Messiah to come in to literally take away the Romans and assert God's dominion. But here, Jesus comes in a manner that's least expected. And in fact, sometimes Jesus, had in, in John's account, has to have several conversations. In fact, we even talked about some of them this last year in, in the, the I Am series. I am the light. I am the bread. I am the, the, the resurrection. But can you imagine Jesus, he, he comes into this world and as it says in scripture, they didn't even recognize him. They didn't even know him. Have you ever been rejected, especially even by a loved one or a close friend? It's one of the most painful things that you can probably experience. It's even more damaging when it's done by somebody that you love. Can you imagine being Jesus where he creates all of the world, his creation, and when he comes in to the world, rejected. But Jesus doesn't reject or abandon us, but he takes the initiative. In John 1.14 it says, The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. The incarnation. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father full of grace and truth. And Jesus brings grace and truth, and actually, as as we just previously read as well, we can become sons and daughters of God. Like Matthew is indicated in in chapter one of Matthew, God, Emmanuel, God with us. Jesus similarly says, Jesus becomes man, but also is divine and comes into this world incarnate. Let's pause a second for that. Can you imagine God coming into this world? Just the concept is just, it blows my mind. In fact, uh, somebody once wrote, his incarnation was the full manifestation of grace and truth because it was the greatest possible expression of God's compassion for people and the most perfect way of conveying the truth uh, to their understanding. Jesus comes in human form and although being fully divine as well, is able to experience life and as as you'll read the gospels you'll find that he was a man of compassion and love and he spoke with power and he healed he changed people's lives and jesus as well is god in human form revealing god's love and grace and in verses 15 through 18 it says john testified concerning him he cried out saying this is the one i spoke about when he said when i said he who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me out of his fullness we have all received grace in place of grace already given jesus brings love he brings redemption he also brings us grace for the law was given through moses grace and truth came through jesus christ no one has ever seen god but the one and only son who is himself God and is in closest relationship with the Father has made him known. For many years, from the time of Adam and Eve till now, God has been trying to communicate. And and the people of God listened, but ultimately at some point, well, as we see, they would reject and come back. You know, you look at the, the life of Israel. Uh, not the Israel, but the people of is, you know, Israel. They would have this, this relationship with God. And they would love and then fall back and forth. Until finally, 
as was prophesied. Jesus comes into this world to restore, or as 2 Corinthians 5 says, to reconcile the world. And it's here that God desires to restore you. Not just because 2020 was a bad year, but because we looked forward to this new year with hope, with conviction, with strength. But it's well important. It's, it's important that we, we recognize that who God is, our, our Savior, our Redeemer, and somebody that wants to walk with you daily. If perhaps maybe you're in a spot where you desire to change, I want to give you an opportunity to say, God, please come into my life. And what better way as well to start the new year with that of participating in communion? So if you have a moment, maybe just press pause and get some uh, crackers or some, uh, if you have some unleavened bread and as well, maybe some grape juice. Uh, go ahead and grab that and let's come back and let's as a community in our first Sabbath of 2021, let's experience communion. Uh, these tokens of, of a reminder of not only God's love for us, the, the Jews representing Jesus' blood shed, and as well, Jesus' body broken. And as a community, may we be reminded of God's great, great love for us, but also a desire to save us. So whether this is your first time hearing this message, or maybe you've been around for a long time, we want to give you an opportunity to be able to participate in this, but also as well, think about maybe if you want to give your life to Christ, we'd love to be able to begin that journey with you, but also maybe there are those of you who have rejected God for a number of reasons. This is an opportunity to come back to God. For those of you who are been in the faith, continue to, to, to champion Jesus, may you walk with God. So let's hit pause. And let's come back. Let's pray for the bread and the cup. Bow your heads, please. Heavenly Father, thank you so much that we could be gathered here today, Lord. Thank you so much for the things that you've done for us. And as we pray today for this bread and the cup, Lord, help us to remember about your body that was broken and about your holy blood that was spilled for us, Lord. You gave us... Um, hope when we didn't have any and your perfect and sinless life for our dirty rags help us to remember that lord help us to um, never forget that and as we take part in the in the bread and the cup today lord help us to remember that while the salvation is free for us it wasn't free and it came at great cost thank you so much for what you've done for us in Jesus' name, amen. In the Gospels, they each either have uh, an example of a meal where Jesus calls them to have supper. In John's account as well, he includes foot washing. But there's a meal where they share, where they break bread, and, and they drink of the juice. And years later, Paul recalls, For I received from the Lord... What I also handed on to you, that the Lord Jesus on the night that when he was betrayed, he took a loaf of bread and when he given thanks, he broke it 
and said, this is my body that is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he also took the cup also after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. And so Downey Church Digital Friends, Today we have experienced uh, communion and we'll do so until we look forward to seeing Jesus return in the clouds of glory. But until then, may God grant you faith, courage, empathy, and love. Let's pray. Father in heaven, Lord, we thank you for another day of life. Lord, it's a new year. And as well, we pray that this may be the best year of our lives. Lord, there are things that are on the up and up. There are uh, new vaccines and uh, we have uh, a future that we desire, Lord, to grow closer to you in relationship. Lord, for those who are are seeking uh, you, help them, Lord, to be able to have an understanding of who you are and also be able to reach out to us so we can walk with them in this journey. And as well, Lord, continue to be with those who've been faithful and uh, watch over us, keep us safe. Help us to be the ambassadors that you have called us to be. And as well, bless each and every member of Downey Church and our digital friends watching. In Jesus' name, amen. Grace and peace, everybody. Have a great Sabbath, and we'll see you next week. We hope you have been blessed by this message from the Downey Seventh-day Adventist Church. You can find more messages at www.downeychurch.com. God bless.